0: So here we are again folks, welcome to our YouTube channel, Diana Sarah meets practical spirituality. As usual, you know, we talk about things that are very meaningful. We have that under the title of practical spirituality. I've done a whole lot of videos that are up on YouTube that anyone can find. I have a newsletter, so if you're interested in following us, you can go to that. You can find a link at nextstepcoaching.mysite.com and get our newsletter. And we also have these radio broadcasts. The one here. At Blog Talk Radio practical-spirituality and we have another it's always good to be here I think we started off a long time ago all the way back in 2003 on the internet with a mission to really begin to help people understand the practical implications of day-to-day living and to apply alternative methods of understanding the world to their regular lives. This was early on, right after the '90s. After I studied a lot of Nada Yoga and a lot of different types of meditation and movement, and things like that, and wrote a dissertation on how people could use these things to heal themselves and make themselves have a better life. After that, my vision was to introduce them to the work. I've been doing that ever since with a small following, yes, not a very big one, and most of them seem anonymous, but constant, which I find very interesting, and we're still doing it today. What I would like to talk about on this show here, and the video that I have accompanying this radio show that I'm doing right now is how things have changed since then I think the world of spirituality has been flooded taken over and we have moved away from practical spirituality from the deep roots of the spiritual movement the mystical traditions that exist at the core of most religions to a sort of fad-filled ideology that even makes the New Age movement seem as deep as a Kabbalah. So many small statements are posted all over social media that are meaningless, that sometimes it gets exhausting just to read them people are dying there is violence there are wars everywhere people are starving to death as we speak in major countries there is violence and hatred the destruction of journalists and attempts to destroy democracy and we have people telling us That we are made from the dust of stars. Is there anything wrong with this? Not at all, but that has little meaning to a person who is dying of starvation or to the fact that our children and our children's children may one day become economic slaves. And may one day be used a cannon fodder to fight in a war that is there just to generate the funds, to put money in the pockets of defense contractors. People who know that the way they make their living is by building expensive machinery and bombs that must be used and destroyed in order for them to keep making a profit. Nobody cares about being made of stardust. Even all the talk about karma and coming back life after life to do this or that. Or we are here to bring the light into the world. Becomes meaningless if we are not living decent lives and doing the most important thing. Changing the world. Creating love peace and justice on all levels first of all we need to be doing it within our hearts we need to be cleansing our minds and our thoughts getting rid of all those thoughts and ideas that have been planted inside of us to make us fine and competitive where not necessary to make us have to shut down parts of our minds and close our hearts in order to be able to walk the street every day without suffering. Because we realize that the others are suffering unnecessary, unnecessarily, excuse me. Getting rid of all of those little blocks that we have been given. our society or have given ourselves in order to live a happy life in a dystopian maniacal society. Getting rid of those has to be the priority for the person who wants to call themselves awake. This takes time, this takes effort, but mostly it takes courage willingness to know the truth to go forward to move beyond judging good and bad and then seeing what is happening what these ideas will lead to will lead to and then as we see what the ideas will lead to and what is happening for real we can later go into whether they are good or bad but the first thing is to observe to witness to see, to be aware of who and what we really are and what we are doing to the world. And this awareness and various techniques of meditation and movement and things like that can help us change those thoughts and ideas or get rid of them completely and become who we are. This creation, spirituality, not to be mixed up with creation, theology, creation, spirituality was something around first, creation, theology came up after it, people usually hear the name of both and get them mixed up, but one is nothing like the other creation theology is something that people made up in order to try to claim that the world is only 6,000 years old which is foolishness considering there are things around more than 6,000 years old but we won't even go into that that's part of the problem you see. part of the major problem like I said within each of us the thoughts and all the ideas and all the aspects of the culture that we have adopted to be able to go forward and continue in a straight line following whatever beliefs that we have been given we must break down the walls and look around with eyes that are 360 instead of just following along with the crowd and closing our eyes going forward, knowing, somewhere deep down, even if we don't admit it, that we're living a lie. We get beyond it by doing the things I was talking about, being willing to live. The truth the second thing we need to do is the the work to change our communities the work to change our family members the work to change the institutions that we are part of the work to begin to create a world that reflects the reality that have discovered by going deep within and challenging the thoughts and ideas and lies that we have swallowed. This is something we need to do in order to create an atmosphere in which we can grow. We do this firstly by creating an atmosphere of love and contentment inside so that as we grow as individuals, we do not find ourselves growing into a, I don't even know what I want to call it, that's why I'm just pausing right now, becoming a monster basically, growing in a way that is not aligned with truth in any way, growing so that we are deceiving ourselves more and more, so that we might be getting financial benefits or people might be telling us that we're great at the same time that we may be dying on the inside because we're living a lie so we don't want to go in that direction. When we create an atmosphere inside of love and truth, we grow personally as independent, strong, and enlightened beings. In order to keep this going, we need to create an atmosphere around ourselves, an atmosphere in our community, in our life, with people and friends where they themselves begin to awaken to their own wisdom, truth, and beauty, and they begin to throw off the shells of misaligned, uninformed thinking, so that we can create communities that automatically help us raise children that are happy, children that are strong, children who knew that they, who know who they are, and who know how to live in truth, are brave, strong, powerful, somewhat like the old Boy Scout code. The Boy Scout code talks about the way boys should be, trustworthy, loyal, honest, faithful, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, brave, clean, and reverent. These are the roots of what people call patriarchy. It has been taken. It has been perverted. People want to throw it out instead of going back to the root. But if we go back to the root of most philosophies, before those who were deceived and deceivers got a hold of them, we will find they have all been saying the same thing. The idea then is to help people around us be able to see the truth and to be able to understand that allow the anger, the pain, the suffering, and disdain and prejudice they feel for things come from looking at the surface never we're going to root. And the final thing that is part of our quote-unquote spirituality is doing the greater work. Working to bring justice in the world. Working to make this world a better place. in Sachidananda, whatever you want to call that, ultimate end, crashing into this reality so that life can be peaceful and joyful for as many people who want it to be. On all these spirituality chat lines and channels, all these little quotes never go into the fact that we human beings have choices we can choose what we want to hear and what we don't want to hear, and it ultimately comes down to the fact that we have the choice to be who and what we want to on this earth. But sometimes, it's just easy. And many of us have learned to go and quote scripture and learn it and study it and memorize it and get in a group that supported whatever ideas we had so we really didn't have to change and we used the scripture and all of those words and ideas in them in order to disguise our hate as love and most of the time when a person says that they don't hate anyone, they just love their selves or their communities better than others. That is just a way of skirting reality. That is just a way. vibrations, and how all this beauty is crushing into the world, and all of these things are happening, because when you look around the world to be truthful right now, it's just not happening, it's not happening the way they would have you think it happens anyway. So that, I think, is the goal of practical spirituality. And I think that's the goal of life, whether you call yourself spiritual, religious, or an atheist, or no matter what. I think the idea of it all is to live in truth, learn what the truth is, live in truth, dare to do as the Taoists say, stand. us free for the truth that will ultimately set the whole world free. Join us here, hit the subscribe button. Check out some more. channel, if you're listening to our radio broadcast, can be found, once again, at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com, that is www.nextstepcoaching.com.